Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and honored to be your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, I understand that when it comes to finances, they can be confusing, especially if you don't have a strategic plan to follow. And I know that many people feel alone trying to figure that out. But I can assure you that working together, you can have confidence for every financial decision. Now, today we're going to be talking about, in fact, the whole month we're going to be talking about five ways that you can learn to respond, not react to what's going on in the market. And let's think about it. I mean, if you think back over the last, let's just take two years. Over the past two years, think of everything that's happened between pandemics and between rising prices, interest rates, inflation, everything that has gone on. A lot of people, well, they're just plain tired. They don't want to pay attention to their finances. They don't want to pay attention to life. And they just want to give up. And what happens is when we get tired, we get sloppy. And when we get sloppy, we make decisions that can hurt us financially. And we don't want to do that. So we want to kind of put some protocols in place, some steps that we can take to make sure that, yes, we can respond to what's going on in life and in our government and in our economy, but we don't have to be reactionary. And by following these protocols, following these steps that we can take, we can make sure that you're making the proper decisions when it comes to finances. So let's jump in today and we're going to start by talking about the first thing that we need to do. And for those of you who may be joining us by the 17 different radio towers that we're on, I want to encourage you jump on over to our YouTube channel so that you can see what we're going to demonstrate on our computer because in a moment we're going to jump over there not quite yet but what we want to talk about first the very first thing in ways that we can learn to respond not react is that we want to evaluate we need to evaluate what's going on in our personal finances and in our lives so let me give you an illustration that hopefully you'll find uh, entertaining I remember when Nintendo first came out, and yes, I am that old, and I remember all the different games that we played with it. I remember Atari with the joystick. I mean, that was the big deal. I had that. I was all that bag of chips. And I remember, though, when we went through this, there was a report that came out that showed that Nintendo it was losing market share. Nintendo was losing money left and right, and unless they made some changes, they were going to go under. Atari, Centipede, all the other things that were going on was taking over. But what happened was they decided to come up with this game called Super Mario. Now, when they were putting this together, they said, oh, we want to make it fancy. We want to make it where when he's running, he can talk to you, he can smile to, at you. And they worked at it and they worked at it, but they were failing left and right. And they realized, huh, why don't we just put a mustache on them? And that saves our problem, our inability to be able to make a mouth and to make that mouth move. Then their next problem was, is that they wanted Super Mario to be able to jump up, get the coins, grab it with his fingers, and then put it down the chute. But the problem was, they couldn't get the fingers to work and line up properly on the coins. So they said, well, as a plumber, 
he would need gloves, right? So let's just do gloves. And they were able to solve that problem by pivoting a little bit when they evaluated, hmm, what's the problem here? Now, the last area that they wanted to do, which I thought was pretty cool when I was researching this, is they wanted his hair to flop when he jumped up and down to go with the wind so that you had that feeling that he was really running, he was really jumping but they couldn't make it happen. Digital, the pixels, nothing would work. And so they decided, okay, not only was Mario going to have a mustache, not only was Super Mario going to have his gloves, but Super Mario was now going to have a hat and that solved everything. And when they began to do this, Super Mario became the number one revenue generator for Nintendo Corporation. And at different points in this journey, they captured up to 95% of the market share. And it has gone on to be, Super Mario, the most iconic character in the gaming industry. Now you might say, well, Crystal, why does that even matter? Because here you had a company that what they were doing wasn't working. Now they could have flailed about, they could have thrown good money after bad money and then eventually went bankrupt. They could have given up or they could have done exactly what they did. They said, okay, we need to evaluate this situation. If we don't make a change, not reactionary, but if we don't make a well thought out change, we're gonna go under, what can we do? And that's when they came up with Super Mario and when they began floundering even with that idea, they realized that instead of scrapping the whole idea, they could make small, incremental changes and the things that they were stumbling over like gee how do I make him talk or how do I make his fingers move or his hair fly in the air they realized there were simple answers to that and by applying that after proper evaluation they were able to succeed I know right now there is a lot going on if you've been watching the news, you they are training you to be scared silly. They're using words like recession and depression and all these things that you're going to wake up one day and possibly there isn't a day to wake up to. Well, we all know that that's actually not true, that the market does go in cycles. And yes, it is uncomfortable. And the last two years, you're probably tired. But one of the things that we need to consider is to take time to evaluate where are you really at in all of this. It's very easy when we see the news and they talk about the Dow Jones Industrial Average or the S&P 500 is down, is to think that everything you have is at a loss. There are many of our clients that we're sitting with and saying, yep, your accounts have gone down, but you still haven't lost all the gains that we were able to gather together. Now I know, just for a disclaimer, not everybody can say that. But there's a lot of to be said about the power of evaluation. You know, we can do small modifications in life, small modifications to our finances that can keep you on track. So what are some things that we can do? Some practical steps, and again, this is not a recommendation, but what are practical steps that we could take during a downturn like we're having in the market? Well, one of the things that we can do is we can consider is the amount of money that we're taking out of our investments at this current rate, is that the right amount to be taking out? You know, I got a call the other day from a client who said, hey, listen, my wife just started her social security. And so now that she has social security coming in, we want to reduce the withdrawals out of our IRA, that same amount. 
Well, not only did that save him from selling his investments, but also it saved him on taxes as well. Now, I want to clarify what I said there, because hopefully this is what your advisors may be doing too, is when we know that clients are going to be making withdrawals from their accounts, every year we're sitting down and what we work to do is put the same amount of cash that they're going to need for their withdrawals for the whole year we're going to keep it in the account and that way when they need money each month we just pull it out and send it deposit it into their checking account and we're not having to sell at a loss even though the market is down that's part of the proper planning that goes in place but perhaps maybe you don't find yourself in that situation so when you're evaluating where you are today and you're evaluating your statements that come in the mail one of the things you can do is say hmm do i really need to use the money i'm withdrawing from that account now at this specific moment you know, one of the things, and I'm going to, uh, in a, probably about 30 seconds, turn to my illustrations here on my computer so those who are on our YouTube, you can see all of this. But I want to talk to you about average versus actual because what happens is we are sold a bill of goods that says, you know what, as long as we're averaging something in the market over time, we can take out as much as we want. And that's actually not true. So I want to talk to you about a concept called average versus actual. So I'm going to walk through it verbally because some of you don't see our YouTube channel. But if you were on our YouTube channel, you would see an illustration. And in this example of the software I'm using, I'm pretending that you have $100,000. So I'm going to go ahead and write that in the software and say you have $100,000. And you decide that you're going to work with Crystal Clear Finances and you say, you know what, Crystal, get me the best rate of return you can. Now, since this is a hypothetical illustration, I'm going to have a little fun with it. And let's pretend that the very first time that you invest with us, you take your $100,000 and wouldn't you know it, whoop, whoop, we get a 100% return. That's what I'm talking about. You're thrilled. Everyone's loving life. And then, of course, what happens? But the next year, yeah, well, maybe the next year we didn't do a 100% return. Actually, what we did Ay vey. And you can see it on the screen is we did a minus 50% return. So now I had a great year, 100% return. And remember, this is hypothetical. And then the next year was negative 50% return. But you say, you know what, Crystal? I know we've got a process. I love working with you and your team, your son. It's just I want to be part of the Crystal Clear Finances family. So I'm staying in there with you. And I'm like, that's cool. That works for me. And of course, the next year comes. And we're going to pretend that this year we are back on track. 100% return again. We're back to loving life. Isn't that really like the market, how the market goes up and down? One year can be a winner. The next year can seem like everything's falling apart kind of like what we're walking through now. But in this case, I'm going to go for four years. And I'm going to say in the last year, we had minus 50%. Whoops, if I can write properly on my computer, that's always good. So here's the deal. Here's what you're seeing. A person has $100,000. First year, 100% return. Second year, minus 50% return. Third year, positive 100% and the fourth year, minus 50. And you might say, well, Crystal, what did you get? And I could say, looking at that, you had an average rate of return of 25%. You are loving me. You're bragging about me to all your clients. You got to go to Crystal Clear Finances. I got 25% return, hypothetically. 
But I want you to pay attention because the reason why I'm showing you this example is because many people are sold on an average rate of return. But if we really look at this number of a person starting out with 100,000 and then going through four years of a cycle, up, down, up, down, what is the actual return? Well, gee, you can see me pointing to it, circling it, highlighting it on my computer. You can see the actual return. Well, that's 0%. So let me just lay that out and roll that past your brain one more time. That means that someone can take 100,000, get 100% return, then minus 50, then positive 100, then minus 50, be thrilled they get a 25% average rate of return and still made zero, zippo, none, goose egg. And so yet, why does this matter? It matters especially in times like this, because when you're sold a bill of goods that says, listen, put your money in the market and you're going to average a certain rate of return, average does not equal actual. Now, when you're working your way to retirement, when you're in your accumulation stage, you're putting money in, you're saving, you're in, I should say not saving, you're investing, right? And the market's going up and down. Does it really matter that what the actual return is over the average? Well, at that point, you're not needing the money. So you are averaging what's going on. But the day that you start taking money out of your account is the day that actual returns actually matters because that's the day where you say, you know what, is the market going up or down? And if you take the money out when it's actually down, you will hurt yourself even more. And let me give you an example of that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn to another piece of our software called Retirement Income Predictability because this is what we see all the time. And again, for those of you that are listening on radio, I'm going to talk through what we see inside of our illustration here. And what I'm showing is that someone who's 65 years old, they're planning on living till age 84. Oh, please feel, feel free to live longer. They want to take a 5% withdrawal rate because that's what they were told. You should be able to get 5% out. After all, during the time period from 1973 to when they retired, it looks like they get an average return of 8.09%. Why wouldn't they be able to take out 5%? But if we look at the example and we begin to see what really happens is many individuals, because they don't understand the significance of the difference between average versus actual, go by what their financial advisor says and says, well, I can take out 5% because it averages 8%. But when we look at this and we begin to look at the documentation, we can see that the very first year they retired, if the market was actually, there's that word, actually down 17% and they take out five more, that means their account is going to experience a minus 22%. And in this example, which is using real life numbers from past history, you can see the next year it went down by 29%. And if they still took out 5% because they were told, don't worry about it it's gonna average out, then that means they were taking minus 34% is what their accounts experience. And that would be why when you look at this picture, you see that many Americans run out of resources before they run out of retirement. Because a concept is taught that we can just average things together. Now, that may be true, 
while you're leading up to retirement. We're just going to average it all out. But the day, and I said this before, I'll say it again, the day you start taking funds out of your account and you move from the accumulation period to the distribution period, that's the day when average versus actual becomes critical in your life. So we're going to take a quick 30-second commercial, and then we're going to be back as we continue to talk about ways that you can learn to respond to what's happening in the market, not react. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with more Crystal Clear Finances. Lego issued a challenge. Find the most combinations using just six of the eight studded bricks. This is Crystal Langdon with today's financial gem. According to the Copenhagen accounting firm, there are 913 million different Lego combinations that you can achieve with only six bricks. Sometimes we get stuck financially because we only see the solutions that we already know. Adding other options, new ideas, or new combinations can expand our ability beyond what we previously thought to be true. There could be financial options waiting for you. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 and find out which combination may be right for you. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. It is such a pleasure to be here with you. We are spending the entire month of July focusing on ways that you can learn to respond to the market, not react. Because I'm noticing that when people uh, get to a stage where after two years of just constant pandemic, interest rates, inflation, war, it's just a wearing down. You know, as a runner, I know when I get to the 20th mile and I've got 6.2 miles left to go, yeah, I'm exhausted. My form, yeah, maybe not so good anymore. I'm just tired. And that's where a lot of athletes get hurt is in that last six miles because your body just says, ah, no more. And that's where training comes in and it's just because muscle memory. Well, the same thing can be applied to your finances. And as we were talking before the break, it's important that we understand that we can't become reactive now. We can't just be so tired and feel like we're being buffeted left and right between the market and everything going on in this world that we get sloppy with our finances. This is where muscle memory comes in. This is where we have to have the inner fortitude to be able to deal with finances. You know, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die, right? We've heard that said before, or maybe what's more appropriate in this discussion is everybody wants to be a millionaire, but many people won't pay the price. Well, what is the price? People say, well, the price is that I'm going to work hard. The price is going to put a ton of money in the market. I'm going to take risky chances. No, the price is having the mental fortitude to keep consistent and keep walking forward. And part of that is beginning to learn how money works and learning the difference between average versus actual. You know, the second place that I want to focus on when you think about what are areas that I can begin to evaluate and respond to, the very first one that we talked about right before the break was evaluating, do I really need to take all that money that I'm taking out of the market? I'm not talking about the phone calls where someone calls and says, I'm scared, get me out of the market. I'm talking about the systematic every month, $2,000 is coming home because you're retired. And here's the deal. 
There are a lot of people right now that can't call their financial advisors and say, whoa, 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 let's not sell anything. There are a lot of people that have to take their withdrawals from their IRAs right now. And hopefully they've worked with an advisor who every year is putting money to the side within their IRA and waiting for them to call and sending that monthly check to them. That would be ideal. But let's say that there are some who say, I can't, I, I can't stop my income, but I can stop it from coming from my investments. Well, then that says, where would they draw it from? Which goes back to our key concept when we talk about the importance of having a green tank. So what I'm going to do, and I know I'm going over a lot of concepts today. Today, I wanted to go make sure that I went over average versus actual. I think it's very important in a down market that you be aware of this, that you not be making distributions that uh, do not have to be made. Again, that's not a recommendation. Speak with your financial advisor, but understand the difference. But this all goes back to the premise of what we teach at Crystal Clear Finances all the time, our 321 foundation. And remember, when we talk about our 321, we talk about there's three components of a financial plan. There is the savings. Now, we've talked about savings before. We've talked about having two weeks living expense at home. We've talked about having one month living expense in your local bank. Why just one month and not six months living expense? Because one month in the bank getting point nothing, I'm okay with that. Then you can go down there, knock on the door, get your money out. But the remaining five months and beyond, that needs to be put into an account that can keep up with the cost of living. And that's why having that in place is so important, especially in times like today. When the market's down, having some place that you can go get resources so you can leave your market money alone. Pause for a moment. Think about this. If you had, yes, all your investments where they are now, but you knew that you could say, I don't need to touch them. I can take the money from someplace else. I can take it from a safe account so I know I'm not selling it at a loss. How would you be feeling? Would you be like, oh, all right, this is, this is going to work. I'm going to make it through this cycle because that's what these are. These are cycles in the market from the peak where everything's good and everybody's making money and overpaid all the way to the trough where people think there's no hope and the world won't last, all the way back up to everything's happy. Two extremes that we continue a bipolar market, one extreme to another, and they flip. Sometimes it takes a long time to get around a cycle, and sometimes it flips quick. And that's what we need to make sure that we have the proper positioning to get through it. So when we talked about before the break about making sure you don't take any money that you don't have to, but if you still need resources, then we want to be able to take them from our savings. And that is why the foundational truth of having savings, which is part one, having investments, which is part two. And when you look at this, you'll see that I'm having investments without the red line on it, which means I don't want them to be taxed. So we're looking more at like a Roth type of investment. And then we know that we want to have the proper protection in place so that if someone comes to our house, slips and falls, they don't have the ability to take everything within our tanks. We also know that it's important that we have homeowners and car insurance and disability and long-term health care, wills, estate planning, health care proxy. This is part of that financial plan. You know, when everything is just fine and dandy and the market's doing great and people are making money, 
Nobody wants to talk about the importance of having a comprehensive plan, our 3-2-1 foundation. They just kind of wing it. Winging it doesn't work. It doesn't work when the market's up, and it especially does not work when the market's down. Because when the market's down, it literally shows who's been winging it out there. And if you find yourself in that position, I would encourage you, talk to your financial advisor. If you don't have a financial advisor, give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Say, hey, I need to have a plan together, so let me go through and finish the 321. So the foundation plan that we put in place with clients before the market does what it does, before it goes through a cycle, is we believe that there should be savings, there should be investing, and there should be protection. Then the second thing that we believe is we believe that the market will probably always be volatile. So if I look at the market history and I pull that up and I begin to say, well, wait a minute, and let me just go back here. And when I'm looking on my computer here, for those of you, again, who are uh, joining me by radio, I'm pulling up one of the softwares. And in the software, what I'm doing is I'm showing how the taxes have been. And when we look at the three, two, one, the three areas, savings, investment, and protection, and then we know that we're giving advice based upon we believe that taxes will probably always go up, you can see the impact of the taxes. If you have a million dollars, which used to be the area where everyone wanted to get to a million, or let's say 10 million in this case, we can see based on the current tax bracket, well, no, you're not going to get to keep all of that. Whether you're 10 million, 1 million, or 100,000, we can see that you get to keep a percentage, but the government's keeping a larger percentage of 36%. So we've got to make sure that we do proper planning. The other area that we look at when we're putting our 321 together is we also want to look at the thresholds that are involved. We know when we look in the past that the government has tricked many individuals, in my opinion, has said, listen, let's tax the rich, but they haven't let you know that you are the rich. And even though you might not feel rich, even though you don't think you have a lot of surplus, if you have money, then you can be taxed. And so we want to position your green tank, your safe money tank, your investments to be as tax-free as possible, especially when we go through markets like right now. So let's go back to what we were talking about, bring this full circle again. If we're talking about how we need to evaluate our current situations, right? We want to respond, not react. And part of responding and not reacting is the very first step, which is to evaluate. Just like Nintendo evaluated what are the small changes I need to make, we want to make the same evaluations, okay? I'm not going to pull as much out of my IRA or my investments because average does not equal actual, and I could actually end up with less money and run out of resources before I run out of retirement which leads us to, well, then where do we get the money from if we're not taking the money that's in the market? Well, that's why this 3-2-1 foundational teaching is so important because we want to take it out of our green tank. But if we build our savings in a way that, yes, it's getting compounding interest and, yes, it's growing tax-free, but we build it in a way that when we take it out, we get taxed on it, well, yes, that's good that we 
are out of the market risk, but now we've got tax risk, which means we're going to have less money, which means we have purchasing power risk, we have inflation. So we've got to find a way where whatever we put in the savings not only is, t- is out of the market, and not only is growing and keeping up with the cost of living, but we've got to make sure that it's also tax-free so that we can take out the full amount. Because many individuals right now, when they call the office and they say, Crystal, I've got to take money out of my IRA, which I know is the yellow tank, the risk tank. One of the first questions my team has to ask them is how much money do you want us to send to the government? Of course, their answer is usually none. And we say, okay, well, then they'll just come looking for it in April. And then they say, okay, we'll take it now. But the point of the matter is we have to take money out. And if someone needs $2,000, that means we're really taking out, what, $2,600 and sending the government their portion, which is reducing their account, which is my long way of saying we need to get to a place where we are building savings in a way that is tax-free, uninterrupted compounding interest, and we need to have, I believe, our investments growing in a tax-free environment and taking out tax-free, which would be similar to a Roth. Again, talk to your financial advisor in regards to this, but these are ways you can begin to evaluate. Well, I am looking at the clock and realizing we're already at the end of our time together. So your walk away for today is to remember that average doesn't equal actual. And while we're going through all this craziness, don't react. You can respond and we can take steps to evaluate. So join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.